It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said. Done. Oh, because like, when I shot, I expected to make it. So like, I don't shoot kind of this. You are Locked On Raptors, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, what's going on? Welcome to episode number 813 of Lockdown Raptors for Wednesday, October the 28th. I'm your host, Sean Woodley of RaptorsHQ.com. You can find me on Twitter, as always, at WoodleySean. You can find the show at Lockdown Raptors. We can find links to every single episode of the podcast. Bit of a different episode here today. This is going to be a bit of a shorter one just to address some breaking news going on with the Toronto Raptors uh, that doesn't quite uh, align necessarily tone-wise with what the actual plan for today was before we all woke up to the news that Terrence Davis was arrested in New York City on assault charges, uh, allegedly hitting a woman, uh, TMZ reporting that it was his ex-girlfriend very very messy situation and we're going to talk about that today with katie heindel who's on the show here today and then later on you'll hear what today's episode uh was originally planned to be uh just in a a different different installment that'll be a two-parter coming out uh wednesday afternoon and then thursday morning so stay tuned for that but uh let's just get into this here katie heindel is here with me katie how are you i'm okay i mean i told you i was uh before we started recording i was feeling good uh and then you know this is like this sucks yeah, it really, really sucks. Um, basically, what I read off there is kind of all we know right now. Um, and honestly, that's kind of all I think we need to know to have an opinion on it. Honestly, you know, there's the whole wait till all the facts come out brigade who are certainly out there trying to defend Terrence Davis right now. And while I understand the sort of compulsion to want to see due process go through, I get it. Um, in a case like this, where it's uh, an alleged assault against an ex-girlfriend like you know there's there's not incentive to lie about this kind of thing and i think it's fair to condemn terrence davis before the courts have had a chance to go through it and we all know that also the courts don't always properly uh, adjudicate these types of situations as well so it's not the final hammer as to whether or not something happened or not um katie sort of first reactions to this and overall uh feelings on Terrence Davis and his outlook with the team now. 
I mean, I guess first to just say like, you know, you, things like this don't even necessarily ever make it to court, whether one mm-hmm. party drops them or not, um, whether they're settled outside of the court, which like, I know you can't say like flags proof to the allegations uh, legally, but you can, in your feelings, you can say that. Uh, and that's usually what that means. But I, I mean, I don't know. I don't, I don't really like engage or care to talk with people who are on the side of like saying the alleged thing. I mean, if he's been charged, if the post is reporting, like he's been charged and he'll, like sources with police say that he'll be charged with like two counts. I feel like that's what you need to know. Also mm-hmm. things like this, like coming out, I don't know. This was very sudden, right? Like, I think this is, there's every reason to believe that this, this just happened. Um, I don't know why you would be pining for, for like another, I don't know. I I guess I feel a little bit lost because I think when we've talked about this kind of stuff before I've said, and I've always stood firmly on the fact that like when this kind of stuff happens, even if it's just someone you really like and support is like, I did, you know, I did to Terrence Davis. You just Mm. sort of have to be ready to let them go. I don't, you can't like exist on, you can't exist kind of in the, in the like purgatory between the two spaces anymore. I don't think like it, you just can't like you either support and you believe women uh, or like you don't. And there's caveats as to why you don't. Yeah. And I mean, there's also the whole gross thing of, you know, as you tweeted about this morning, the whole, uh, you know, including the stats at the end of the write up of the heinous violent crime that uh, the person said to have committed, uh, you know, th- that doesn't matter here. It, it really doesn't. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't matter mm-hmm. the stature of the player. But of course we know that, in sports it often does end up mattering to the decision makers involved which is a huge bummer but i guess katie sort of looking at it now from the raptors side of things i mean it it seems from the outside like the raptors are this organization that you know stands for the right things and has a quote-unquote zero tolerance policy but i think it's been proven that that's not exactly true. They brought back James Johnson after his first stint with the team. In between his two stints, he was charged or, or accused of a very, very heinous domestic assault um, that was settled out of the courts. There was Kay Felder, who they did cut right away, but that's Kay Felder. He was a bad G League player, and it was an easy move for them to make. Then you get into situations like Jared Sullinger, where they signed him after he had had uh, allegations against him. And Adrian Griffin, which you know was sort of... I think the people who are defending Terrence Davis right now are like, well, look, the Adrian Griffin thing was, was proven to not be true. That's not true. <laughs> like we don't yeah, know. Nothing was we, proven. There's no, I think there's like nothing with that. Yeah. yeah. Like, you know, basically what people in his family have said, like, yeah, that his kids like came to his defense. But like, again, like those are just like, I, that's always the irony is like, well, so-and-so said this. It's like, how is that any different than what you're arguing that like yeah. something is alleged or not? Yeah. I mean, the thing like with Kay Fielder, like, yeah, exactly. Like he was a G league player. Like it was very easy for the Raptors to like, to make the correct decision there. And I think with like, this is going to sound, I don't believe, like, I personally don't believe this, but I think for a business uh, and like in the, in the world we live in and for a business like the Toronto Raptors, what they were able to do and kind of like, slip around with James Johnson and Sullinger was because I think violence against women um, and like really, really letting people go immediately once things like this came out rightly was not as much at the fore at that time. Cause that was like, mm-hmm. what, like five or six years ago. It doesn't mean that that was right. It just means that they were able to fly under the radar with those kinds of things. This it was they kind of be before the to. Ray Rice thing, I believe. Right. Like that was sort yeah. of what changed the conversation. 
I mean, it did and it didn't, obviously, because we're yeah. still talking about it. But I think, I think like this will be the first sort of example where the Raptors really have to, you know, put their money like where their mouth has been and just say like, yeah, we're, we're going to cut this guy. Like there's no way that you don't like otherwise, because it's like, what are you going to do? It's like, oh yeah, we'll move him to the, to the nine Oh five. And he'll like, you know, he'll have a chance to like atone and like work with the team there. It's like, it doesn't, it can't work that way. You know what I mean? Like it can't, they can't basically have it both ways. Like, as we just said, like they can't exist in that comfortable space between having to like, be on one side or another until like something seriously like what if this happened like god forbid but like what if something like this happened to one of your like starters right like yeah i just like i don't even want to imagine a world where that happens but you have to think like they have to think if it did like they've got to set a precedent and like now is the time because it's, i think like you know as much as we do really laud the franchise they haven't set a precedent yet they've kind of like been able to exist in like a bit of a wishy-washy space where they say they support women and they condone this kind of behavior or they, but they don't, but they haven't yet had to like act upon those, those separate thoughts. And I think like acting on it and thinking that are two really separate things because like this, this means like there's going to be consequences for the team. Mm -hmm. I mean, are very like, this was even a grosser thing. And that I think still points, like I want to use it to point to the, to the fact of like, why there are still such problems around having these conversations in pro sports is that in a way they they might be able to get around this again. Cause like, say they wave him, mm-hmm. they're still looking at the draft and they're still looking at free agency. So to them, it could just be like a business decision. They're like, well, you know, we're going to suffer a lot less if we cut him now than if we waited or this happened later, like whether it was in the season, in the playoffs, you know what I mean? And like, to mm-hmm. me, I know there are also probably people writing those articles, which is disgusting, but that to me signals like still how flawed it is that like it's going to come down to timing and that like it may be easier to let someone like Terrence Davis go now than it would be even like a month or like two months from now, just based on where their decisions are, like as a, for, for the makeup of the team, you know? Yeah. Well, that's absolutely true. And it also it very much applies right now because Terrence Davis is literally staring down the barrel of an unguaranteed contract that guarantees when free agency starts. And, you know, that is a very easy out for the Raptors. And I hope they take it, you know, <laughs> that as much as it would be sort of easy to be skeptical about their actual intentions if they do take it because it is kind of an easy way out and like you said if it were at a different time in the calendar maybe it's not the easy decision for them to make and they don't make it but um you know i it's it's just really disappointing and i think the thing too with the rush to defend terrence davis or not necessarily defend terrence davis but say wait for all the facts a like what are you waiting for you know there's actually docking our our friend and recent guest made a point um in sort of interaction we were having you know about how you know you can say wait for all the facts but what are you actually waiting for and is it just sort of reason to you know, oh, is it because the woman had it coming or something like that, waiting for sort of proof that you can kind of entrench yourself on that side of the argument to make you feel better about not calling for Terrence Davis to be cut? Like, it is just very, very gross on all sorts of different levels as you try to rationalize all this. And I just, I feel really, really skeptical that the rush to sort of, you know, clamor for due process and waiting for all the facts I really don't think it would be the same if this were someone who is not a good player who just had a great rookie season and was on the end of the bench, you know, like if it's someone of a K Felder status or someone at the back end of the Raptors bench who doesn't play a ton, 
I really feel like the the quick reaction from a lot of people would be, all right, just cut bait. And that's because that's easy. Whereas with Terrence Davis, obviously there are probably wins on the line here, which shouldn't matter, but certainly does to some people. And, you know, it's sort of putting the success of your team ahead of the sort of, you know, the morals of the team, which is gross and sucks and is not why you root for sports. (laughs) I don't know. It's just it's a big bother. Yeah, the stats thing, the last thing I'll say on the stats thing um, is because I had like a couple side conversations about that with writers who were like, well, like why I, you know, my organization does this, like, why is it kind of a problem? And I don't, I think they're just like genuinely curious because I think for some news organizations, it's like giving all the information, say of like you would in another, if you, if this wasn't an athlete, if it was someone else who was charged with something who was like maybe in the public eye and you would say like where they worked or something. So I think in that case, then it's like, okay, say what team they play for, maybe what position they play for, but you don't need to give the stat line. Also the fact that the stat line comes last is always like, that's where you end the story. And those stories have such like scarce details to begin with about the assault and what's happened is that if you end with something like that, it like completely basically negates the little information that you do have for some people. Um, and I think it also like, it signs weird and gross value to the person over the person that they've assaulted, mm-hmm. um, basically their value with the team within the system. It's just like, it shouldn't. It, and I think mostly for me, it detracts from the actual story. You know, it's like yeah. you could go out and commit like a terrible crime uh, and still like hold down a steady job, like in, you know, some, any other job. So I don't, and I like the two things don't have bearing on the other. So I think like, that's always where my mind's been with that. Um, I think we should stop it. I like, I don't really see if anything, if that is true for like news organizations and like, that's the, the party line, then I'd like to see them adding things in. Like when they talk about Chris Porzingis, like put in somewhere about like, you know, the, the alleged like rape accusations, like put in something about, the accusations then if you think like it has bearing mm-hmm. on their career in those situations because otherwise like that argument doesn't fly yeah it's uh, uh when 40 percent of your word count is listing the accolades of the player you're kind of cutting into the importance of the story and again like you said diminishing the importance of the victim involved and ultimately more than anything else hope the woman involved in this uh in this situation is okay um reports that were that she went to the hospital was treated and left and is doing all right but um, you know, it's not just uh, the the bruise or whatever that is the lasting impact or something like this. So um, I don't know, Katie, any final thoughts here before we wrap this thing up? Not really. I mean, I think like just, I think it's fine to acknowledge that like you feel sad when you hear stuff like this, especially about athletes you were rooting for. You really hoped we're going to have, I don't know, whether it was like great careers at, at all, or just like find that with a team like the Raptors as I, as like, I personally really did feel like that for Terrence Davis. Um, I think like it's fine to sort of like square with those and then also be like, yeah, but this person also like has done something very, very terrible. And now I don't feel like that anymore, but like, it's not, people are like, you know, don't rush to judgments. And I think sometimes it's because, yeah, you have feelings about things and that's fine. It's just like, at the end of the day, you still have to know, <laughs> like you have to align yourself like with the important, with the important things in the story, which is that, you know, Terrence Davis committed a, like a crime that mm. really, really probably harmed someone uh, and their life. And like, there does need to be, there needs to be some kind of punishment for that. Yeah, uh, it's okay to feel 
different kinds of ways about it for sure. But prioritizing the things that you're feeling ways about is probably, I think, a smart thing to do here. Um, I think that's going to do it for this episode, uh, a bit of a different episode. Again, we're going to come back later on today with uh, our sort of regularly scheduled episode. Uh, it'll be a two-part episode where Katie and I are going to move the entire NBA to Canada. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, <laughs> so stick around later in the afternoon for part one of that. Um, but until then, thank you so much for tuning in. We'll talk to you again uh, later today with another episode of Locked on Raptors. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com podcast. Easier said, done. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.